Good morning, you beautiful people. It is Monday. We are at the beginning of the week, which is a great day to refresh and start anew. This is the beginning of the week, beginning of a new day, beginning of a new attitude, the beginning of new habits. Okay, I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I sure did. I can't wait for this week to be over because my birthday is on Monday and I'm ready to enjoy it. You know, I'm ready to go out there and have a good old time. And let's just go ahead and jump into the topic today. So last week we talked about acute trauma. And we said that acute trauma was just one single incident that is so severe that it can change the way you think and it can also change the way you behave. If it is not treated by a medical professional, it can become unhealthy and it can create unhealthy coping mechanisms that um, could be a result out of that. All right. So what is chronic trauma? Chronic trauma is when that one single incident that was so severe that it was able to alter the way you think and behave. It happens over a period of time. It happens long term. It happens multiple times, not just once. It continues and it's prolonged, distressing. It's a traumatic it's a very traumatic event. You know, it can be, it doesn't even have to be a traumatic, traumatic event. It can be something so small as, you know, somebody yelling at you one too many times. And so now it makes you walk on eggshells because you don't really know what to say or do. Because you don't, nobody likes being yelled at. You know, that doesn't feel nice. So what causes chronic trauma? So let's just start off. I want to put a disclaimer out there. Um, in each one of these um topics we have acute trauma uh acute trauma <laughs> we have acute trauma y'all i am still asleep we have acute trauma we have chronic trauma and then we also have complex trauma and each one of these traumas you are going to see a pattern you are going to see that the same main four events occur in all three traumas which is accidents rapes natural disasters or some form of a disaster in physical, emotional, or verbal assault. You're going to see in every last one of them. And in each and every last one of them, we are going to go into more depth and explain a little bit more. Now, with causes of chronic trauma, there are a little bit more that can cause chronic trauma. But the main four are accident, rape, a natural disaster, or any kind of disaster, physical, mental, or emotional abuse. Okay, so sexual abuse. So for chronic trauma, whenever sexual abuse becomes so traumatic that it causes chronic trauma, that's because it's happened over an extended period of time. It didn't just happen one time. And, you know, the perpetrator was like, I am so sorry this happened. I should have never did this. No, he knew what he was doing. She knew what she was doing. And it continued, he or she continued to do it over an extended period of time. Now, I say he or she because a lot of times we don't talk about, you know, the women who rape the little boys or the women who rape the little girls. We, we don't talk about the women who do these nasty and dirty deeds. You know, we only talk about the men. But it's not only men. It's women and it's men. And I want us all to, you know, I want us all to know this and all to get comfortable with it because you need to keep your eyes out for everybody. I don't care who it is, whether it's a man or a woman. Keep your eyes out. So sexual abuse is one. And there are different levels 
of sexual abuse, but they all result in the same ending. You know, some people handle it. Everybody handled abuse differently. You know, some people recoil and they become a recluse and they go into themselves and they hold everything in without letting it out. And some people are the complete opposite. You know, you did this to me and the whole world is going to know and I'm going to be angry at everybody. And then you have those people who it affects, but you don't know it affected them. You know, you you see they look normal, they act normal, but they have some type of habit that you don't really, you like a shopping habit or, you know, an eating habit. We all have our own vice. But you don't, so sexual abuse can, it affects everyone differently is what I'm trying to say. Domestic violence. So I think I said in my last um, podcast that, you know, I grew up in a household and I watched my mom and my stepdad, you know, they got into altercations all the time. And I always said, this is not the relationship that I want to be in. So domestic violence, it plays a huge part, whether you're the child on the outside looking in, you know, and you're looking at this relationship and you're learning all of these negative and aggressive behaviors towards other people. Or you're like, oh, I don't want to be with the, I don't want to have to deal with those negative and aggressive behaviors. Domestic violence is going to, it changes the way you think and the way you look at people in general, as well as relationships. When you grow up around that negativity, you grow up with negative thoughts. You grow up thinking that everyone is out to get you. You grow up just viewing the world differently versus someone coming from a loving home. Being bullied. I'm not sure. I don't think I've said this. So growing up, I was always the chunky kid. (laughs) Okay. Well, after about seven, you know, I was the chunky kid. My sister's skinny. My brother was skinny. You know, all of my cousins were skinny except for one. And I was always the chunky kid. So I always got bullied for that. Whether I went to my cousin's house, even at school, you know, and this was traumatic for me. And it took me a long time to get over this, you know, because not only was it close cousins who I thought was like sisters, you know, to me or best or friends in school who are considered to be best friends who felt like family to me calling me these different names because I was overweight, you know, but it also came down to you just people in my inner circle who I trusted with everything in me. And let me say this, that Sticks and stones may be- may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. But if it's coming from somebody who is so close to you and you never expect for them to hurt you or break your heart or do anything like that, baby, them, them words can cut you low. You know, they'll cut you lower than low. So you really have to be very mindful of what's coming out of someone else's mouth and how it's going into your ears and how you how it's feeding your soul. Extreme situations. So extreme situations like war, you know, somebody in somebody that's off in Afghanistan, you know, fighting in the war. That's a no brainer for me. You know, that's that's a traumatic event, you know, coming, especially if you grew up sheltered, if you grew up in the suburbs and you never saw a gun in your life or if you grew up in, you know, an area where you were just sheltered from Alks exterior alternatives of lifestyles seeing something like war seeing somebody die is very traumatic whether it's 
you know, just because of old age or because of car accident or by your own hands. It's a traumatic experience and it takes a lot of help to get over that situation. Serious illness. So this is a chronic trauma and I want to speak on this just a little bit because I don't think we understand how our health affects our mind. Okay, what you put into your body or what you have going into your body is going to affect what also goes into your mind and how you think and how you perceive things. So my mom was very sick this year. You know, thank God she's feeling a whole lot better. But I was in she was in the hospital for a week at the beginning of the year, right before the snow megathon. And I had to stay at the hospital with her because that's just me. That's that's just what type of child I am. I'm not leaving your side. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell y'all, but I'm right there. I'm in your face making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and the doctors are doing what they're supposed to be doing. But the situation, her illness at that moment, it was very traumatic for me because I was scared to leave her side. You know, I was scared to go on a weekend getaway. I was scared to leave her at the house by herself if I wanted to go out of town. So when and even if I'm going out of town now or if I'm going somewhere now and I'm going by myself, I'm like, hey, you want to ride? Or while I'm at work, I'm constantly calling like, hey, are you okay? Because I know how she is and I know how sickly she gets. So for me, that's I'm trying to, you know, slowly but surely get over my fear of leaving her at home (laughs) with my niece or leaving her at home by herself but you know i can't say thankfully she is feeling a lot better so several events of acute trauma so we we already know what acute trauma is but that one incident if it keeps occurring over an extended period of time and you never get help for it or several events of acute trauma that means you know you were beat once, you were raped once, you were in a car accident once. You know, all of these little, they're not little, but all of these different events can become a collective whole and it can play a very strong part in your mentality, the way you think, you know, the way you start acting, you start carrying yourself a whole lot differently. And then you got looking in, your, in the mirror, you're like, that's not who I used to be and I want to get back to that old person. And you don't understand why you can't. But in the back of your mind, somewhere in your subconscious, and you're not even thinking about it, all of these events are playing over and over and over. And it's prohibiting you from moving forward. So what we need to do in this situation, we need to take a step back. Go through all the traumatic events that has ever happened in your life. And you need to say, am I over this? Have I healed from this? And if I have not healed from this, how am I going to heal from this? And when I tell you, let me tell y'all something. I want to speak on this really quick because a lot of people say, you know, heal, 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 heal. How? How do I heal from wounds that I cannot see? You know, if I fall down and scrape my knee, I can clean it off with some water and some soap and I can put some Neosporin on it and I can put some, you know, dressing on. I can put a Band-Aid over it or put some dressing over it, you know, something to cover that up and that way it can heal. But how can I heal from something that I cannot see? 
that is the big question and you can look it up and you know google has all of these raging things like oh you know meditation helps a lot for you know trauma no it don't because while i'm sitting there well at least it doesn't for me i don't know for anybody else but as i'm sitting there trying to meditate and get out the only thing that's going on in my head the only thing that's going in my head is what i'm trying to get out of my head so how do you heal from think from how do you heal the pain you know how can you heal something that's not tangible how can i fix my broken heart you know how can i fix my broken soul how can i fix my broken self-esteem how can i fix my confidence how can i fix my jealousy issues how can i fix my insecurities how can i do this it's a walk in the park, but we're going to talk about it. Not in this podcast, but baby, we're going to talk about it. And I'm actually ready to talk about it. You know, and I'm going to share some tips with you guys that has helped me over, that has helped me over a long period of time. And I will tell you guys this one thing. I am a minute by minute, a second by second type of person. I am not that 100% the whole greater picture type of gal. No, sorry, no, I am not. Give me that little itty bitty part that's in the corner and let me stack these blocks as I go. And that's how you heal. You have to take it day by day. You got to take it second by second. Sometimes you got to cry that hurt out, baby. But, oh, y'all, I'm not even going to get into this right now because we still got two more episodes before I get into this. And I'm just ready to get into it now. So let me move on. Untreated acute trauma. That is the last one that causes chronic trauma. So whenever you have that one single event and you never healed from that one single event and you hold it in, that's what causes acute i mean that's what causes chronic trauma so what are the symptoms of chronic trauma (laughs) oh y'all this is gonna blow some of y'all away and y'all gonna be sitting there like oh i didn't even know i had this unpredictable emotional outbursts you are just completely fine one minute and a pin dropped and it sent you back to what happened and all of a sudden you mad you emotional you crying you know you have all these things that's going on these unpredictable emotional outbursts and it says unpredictable because it can happen at any moment you know you can be walking down the street and a song can come on that was playing on the radio when whatever happened happened And now all of a sudden, you're right back in the middle of it. You're right in the thick, in the midst of everything that has happened to you. And you don't know how to handle it because you have not faced it. And a lot of us, we still need to face it. You know, we hide behind, I don't want to hurt so-and-so's feelings. I don't want to hurt my mom's feelings. I don't want to hurt my brother's feelings. I don't want to hurt my cousin's feelings. We hide behind this, I'm trying to make other people feel better while I'm hurting myself, you know, era. And it's time for, like, what were they doing when they were hurting you? You know, and that's the child that is in us, right? That's the part of us that still hasn't grown up. That's the part that you need to heal. Unpredictable outbursts. Extreme anger. 
Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Here we go. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You are perfectly fine. And every day I have the same routine. But today you are not feeling well. And your partner or your child or whoever says the same thing they've said to you every day. But today you just done got pissed off because they talking to you while you're in your head. You're in your head and people are disrupting the thoughts that are going through your mind, the negative thoughts that are going through your mind. Because I can tell you right now, a lot of times and a lot of people with chronic trauma or any type of trauma have negative thoughts. You know, they have really bad negative thoughts. So extreme anger. You are just angry, angry for no reason. You're just angry at everything. The sky is blue, you angry. The sun is yellow, you angry. The sky is raining, the clouds are raining, you're angry. Everything makes you angry and nothing makes you satisfied and nothing makes you happy. And when with people with extreme anger push people away. You know, you want people to be close to you. You want people to love you. You want people to be there for you. But then you're always angry and you're always yelling at them and you're always pushing them away. And then you're right back into that cycle because now you don't know what to do. You want them there, but you're tired of them leaving. You're tired of them leaving, but you want them there. You know, it's something you got to work on. Flashbacks. So this one right here, it resonates with PTSD with me. And when we get into complex trauma next week, we're also going to speak on PTSD. But flashbacks, I want to say that this occurs to me whenever whenever we just spoke about the unpredictable emotional outbursts and the extreme anger. I want to say that flashbacks is the main proponent of chronic trauma. And I want to say it's the roots. You know, well, we're going to say that chronic trauma is the tree and flashbacks are the limbs and the unpredictable emotional outbursts are the leaves and the extreme anger are the leaves. They fall off, but they grow right back. You know, you're okay, but then the unpredictable emotional outburst comes right back. You know, you went to sleep and you woke up and you angry again. The flashbacks to me are the main baseline behind all of these issues that are going on within chronic chronic trauma, the symptoms. I want to say that flashback is the main, the main stepping stone, the main block, the foundation that causes all of these. If you can learn how to control your flashbacks, let me take that back. If you can learn how you react to your flashbacks, it will control the unpredictable emotional outbursts as well as the extreme anger. Fatigue. If you are always tired, you have body aches, you know, fatigue and body aches. You're always tired. You know, it, it doesn't matter how much sleep you get. You are always tired. Unexplained body aches. You are healthy as an ox. You fit as a fin. But, you, but your body is always hurting. You know, you, you don't do extraneous workouts. Your job isn't that demanding. But your body's always um, hate, hurting, and you can't figure out why, okay? Headaches. You have these real bad headaches, unexplained headaches. The doctor can't tell you why you have these headaches, but you have these headaches. And nausea. Nausea, to me, 
it is it's a it's a giveaway, especially if it's unexplained nausea. You know, all of a sudden you're just throwing up whenever you have these these flashbacks. You know, all of these are the baseline, are the sprouts to flashbacks. So today we went over unpredictable emotional outbursts, extreme anger, fatigue, body aches, headaches, nausea, and they are all the they are all the leaves to flashbacks. Okay. And that those are the symptoms of chronic trauma. So you guys, we have come to the end of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Again, go on over to Facebook, search for Sunflowers Life Coaching. Follow me, say, hey, sis, send me my free life coaching journal and I will get it to you. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I love you. You are beautiful. You are kind and you are everything that you wish you to be.